Hi everybody, this is Barbara Graver and I'd like to welcome you to today's episode of New Age to Christian. This is Barbara Graver. In today's episode, I'm going to be sharing my personal testimony and some of my thoughts on the New Age movement. And I was kind of prompted to do this by a Doreen Virtue video, actually, I watched last night, where she did her best to try and explain um, some of the changes she's made since she's become a Christian and and I decided that maybe it was time for me to do that as well and it's kind of funny because even though I have been deeply involved in New Age for almost seven years I didn't know about Doreen Virtue's conversion until uh, sometime after my own worldview had begun to shift and, and I guess in some ways I identify with Doreen Virtue because um, like her I have had a lot of authentic, what I believe to be authentic supernatural experience that I have failed to understand or identify correctly. So part of my reason for sharing today on on my story is to possibly give others who are going through or have gone through that, that same kind of experience uh, my perspective on it in, in hopes that it will be of some help to them. So I'm going to share some of my testimony. I can't necessarily cover all of it, but there are some points I do feel called to make. And I want to start by saying that like a lot of people, really, I had a, a very challenging childhood in many ways, even though to all outward appearances, it was uh, a somewhat privileged life. The truth was in actuality, that despite the apparent privilege, uh, there was a darkness in our family that had traveled downstream through the generations and, and actually did, and I actually did at many times, uh, refer to this, this dark current, if you will, as a curse, which I find interesting now that I use that terminology. And because I have some natural psychic abilities, I also saw this darkness. And, and when I did... I saw it as outside of myself is a dark shape that would wake me up in the middle of the night to a feeling of absolute terror. And, and I want to be clear in saying that when this happened, I was awake. Uh, it woke me up. I was awake. It was not a dream. So I would wake up at night terrified and there, there would be uh, this dark shape hovering in my room and, and I would sense this very fear-inspiring malignant energy but the the darkness did not disappear quickly um, actually even after I would turn on the light it, it would remain and it would very slowly dissolve in the light so this was a terrifying and, and repeating experience that I had throughout my life and you know this is not the full story obviously of my early life or my supernatural experience early in life or even my religious experience. But the dark visions were something I 
I saw repeatedly outside of myself up until about 1996 when my oldest son was in a, a devastating accident that profoundly and unfortunately permanently disabled him. And I was a single mom then. I had no real support system, and this was a very difficult time. And it was made even more difficult because uh, I had heard what I still believe to be the voice of God uh, prior to the accident, clearly, clearly telling me to go pick him up. And, and because I was sick that night and not in the habit of hearing the voice of God, I ignored it. So on top of everything, I had profound guilt and um, all of this weighed on me. I had been a practicing Catholic at this point for some years. But my relationship, I think, was more with the church. I, I now realize I had more of a relationship with the church than I actually had with God. So this this relationship with the church was not enough for me. It just couldn't withstand uh, the shock and the stress of what was happening in my life. And and I was having trouble coping. coping so I, I left the church. I ultimately left the church. And I turned to Eastern religion and practices. I began to learn about Buddhism and Hinduism and practice yoga and meditation. And one day when I was meditating, I was doing a Vipassana meditation, insight meditation, and I was looking within. And I saw that same darkness, but this time I saw it inside of me. And it really frightened me because I felt... This was the pain and the loss and the anger and the resentment that I had now internalized. And, and that's how I saw it at the time. I see it a little differently now. But my response to this was not to go back to church or to pray or anything. It was to step up my game, you know, with the Eastern practices and in order to release this anger um, or resentment or, or whatever it is I thought I was seeing. But it didn't work. So, so I continued in the same direction. I began to explore earth-based spirituality and learn about various gods and goddesses. Uh, I went back to tarot, which I had been dabbling with off and on for most of my life. But I became more and more unhappy and began to feel, you know, actually depressed. Uh, I started to, to think sometimes about the dark current that seemed to run through our family line. And, and this, this current included accidents and materialism and early death and excess and addiction and perversion and mental instability and you name it, it, it was there in our family line, definitely. And I began to feel like it was almost inevitable that my life would end badly too. And, you know, I worked on and off during this time, but, but mostly I couldn't handle my other kids and being a single mom and caring for my son and working. I, f I found that very difficult, although I did do my best. And so over the course of, of about this 12-year period since the accident, I went through a sizable inheritance of actually um, several hundred thousand dollars. And, and while I was never really a materialistic person, so I don't have that kind of personal regret, uh, I do feel a lot of regret, obviously, for not having preserved that for my children. So, so you know, these are the kind of things that, that we just have to, to deal with in life, but they weigh on us. So I was just sort of sinking. I was feeling worse and worse about things and worse and worse about my life. I, I saw 
saw no no light really at my life and my kids were having problems and and you know everything was seemed to be going wrong I lost my home it was just not good and um, one night kind of at the very depth of this in 2008 I said and I'm not even sure why because I wasn't praying at all at this time or thinking about God but I said the 23rd Psalm before I went to sleep and I had this incredible complex coherent dream filled with color and light and beautiful beings and because I said the 23rd Psalm prior I decided that this dream was from God and um, you know having explored Judaism at several points in my early life uh, because as I said I can't really cover all my religious or spiritual experience but very early on I had had felt a great attraction to the Bible even though I had been raised in a completely secular home uh, my paternal grandmother had given me a Bible, and I had had read it, um, not in its entirety, but read quite a bit of it. And I I felt very called to Jesus and the New Testament, and I read the Old Testament, and I I began to develop interest in Judaism, you know, early on while I was still in high school. And so, having said the twenty third Psalm before I went to bed, and having this dream that that I really kind of felt was from God. I decided to explore Judaism. So I started to attend synagogue. And and I had some interesting experiences of spirit uh, during this time. But I think ultimately my life at that point and my outlook, it just really wasn't, I wasn't really right with God or where I needed to be to be part of religious community. It just didn't work for me. So a couple years after the dream around 2010, I was starting to realize that, that Judaism was not going to be my answer. I began to get very interested in new age and new age spirituality. And I began to believe that the dream I'd begun to call the spirit dream was really about new age. And uh, I experienced several synchronicities and, and some psychic phenomena, which seemed to validate this idea. Um, so the tarot cards came back out and I began a blog I called the mystic review where I wrote about my metaphysical studies and I applied myself to learning various esoteric teachings. I began to communicate with the dead, which led me to spiritualism and and other New Age groups. I explored Wicca and actually joined a coven uh, very, very briefly. And this is over a period of about seven years all this is happening. And uh, with the coven, because I still had some discernment, um, I realized pretty quickly that this was not a good thing and, and got out of that situation. But... The other stuff I kept exploring and exploring all this esoteric teachings and metaphysics and even though throughout this time I was telling myself I was evolving spiritually and I was doing this important work of sharing this information with people through the blog um, but I think that on a level I knew that none of what I was doing was really right and and probably because of that I would go from one um, course of study to another And I would ultimately, sometimes quickly, sometimes not so quickly, feel this profound sense of disappointment and dissatisfaction with what I was learning. And and then I would move to something else, you know. So I kind of leapfrog from topic to topic, but it was all under the New Age umbrella. And my life during this time was was really just kind of going around in circles. Um, I tried to practice the law of attraction and, you know, tell myself that, 
I, if I put it out, the universe would bring it back, and everything was really great. But but underneath, I think I knew that it wasn't. But I kept going with it. You know, I kept going, and I began to make friends who were into the same thing, and it became kind of a self-perpetuating pursuit. And then my youngest son became um, deathly ill. And, and for what it's worth, the illness, which seemed, seemed like he had a cold initially, like a chronic cold, and it, it seemed to change from the chronic cold to something more serious, actually, when we were on vacation in Salem visiting um, the occult shops and, and the homestead of my great-great-aunt, great-great-great-aunt, Rebecca Nurse, who, who was hung, actually hung during the witch trials. That the town is, you know, now so famous for. And I remember walking down the street in Salem and that he was too tired to even walk the length of the street. And I just thought, he really needs to lose some weight. And, and I'm going to manifest health for him. And, and I kind of blew it off. And a couple months later, in late 2017 or 2015, he came very, very close to death. Uh, because of this, um, because of what was happening. And and what to me is remarkable about this was here I am supposedly getting all this high-level spiritual guidance. I was connecting with beings who gave me evidential and verifiable information. Um, so, you know, I wasn't imagining this. This was very compelling and very evidential. And this is something I kind of want to stress but they didn't give me a heads up about my son. And at the time I was in this kind of fog and I, I didn't see why that was a problem at the time. And I went right on trying to manifest and getting more involved with my guides and I, I started to develop an interest in ufology. And then I found the Ascended Master teachings, which, which I'd been introduced to years before through Doreen Virtue's writings. And I found it interesting, but this time I began to really get into it. I began to read the works of a woman named Alice Bailey, uh, who was a student of the theosophist Helena Blavatsky, uh, who many people consider to be the mother of the New Age movement. And when you go back and read uh, these, these writings, these older writings, the Theosophical Society writings, you see the seeds of New Age in this, definitely. So I started to read Alice Bailey, and, and her books included information about the Ascended Masters and Christ Consciousness and spiritual evolution and reincarnation and the astral plane. And um, very similar themes to what you could find in the works of Edgar Casey and Blavatsky, of course, and Michael Newton and many, many New Age teachers, including Doreen Virtue and others. Uh, most of the Law of Attraction stuff is, is based in this, and uh, really a lot of the teachings that we're familiar with that many people don't realize actually come through Alice Bailey and Helene Blavatsky and, and other occultists of, of the 19th century. Helena Blavatsky was of the 19th century. But, you know, I believed at the time that I had been supernaturally led to all of this. And, and I think what is really, really important to stress here is that I actually was. And none of the things that led me to this were my imagination. 
most of the dreams and the visions and the voices that I had experienced were real supernatural events. And I was able to verify them and find them consistent with various external sources that were not known to me at the time. So I think it's very important to understand that this stuff is real. And people who are not in the new age may not realize that, but this is a real supernatural occurrences that people are having. They're not manufactured. And I mean, sometimes they may be, oftentimes they're not. And, and I'm going to hopefully get into this a little more in depth in a written work, but that's the point I want to make now. And the other point I want to make is that these influences are deceptive. I now f- strongly feel them to be manifestations of a lower spiritual reality. And one of the things to me that kind of backs this up is where these teachings are leading people. Um, there are tons of stories on YouTube of people who believe they were, were deceived. And I, get, I guess I'm going to have to make one of those videos at one point. But even if you just look at the lives of people who have even experienced a great deal of success by and through New Age practices and teachings such as the Fox sisters who started spiritualism or Alistair Crawley who, who was very involved in tarot and the Golden Dawn or Edgar Cayce who I think was probably a sincere person and, and not a bad person but that's the point. It's not that people are bad. It's not the people. It's that they're, what they're connecting with and, and what they're connecting with seems to be kind of the same message over and over. And, and I don't think it's a highly evolved message. And Sylvia Brown, another example of this, who's someone who worked very closely with her guide and, and a guide and ultimately did not serve her. And, and even to some degree to Dorian Virtue, although I'm happy for Dorian Virtue. I'm, I'm happy that she pulled out of this. And, and I know a lot of people are giving her a hard time, but I, I admire her courage. You know, it's not easy to admit that you're wrong, especially when you're in the public eye, and she's done that. But to me, the common denominator with all of these people or many of these people is that they don't ultimately experience victory in their lives through the new age. And I definitely did not. And, and I know other people who did not. And I think that's telling. So anyway, in 2016, my youngest son was still not fully recovered. And he will, in fact, have, you know, significant heart problems for the rest of his life as a result of what happened to him, barring a miracle. And, and this is something that has happened to many of the males on my father's side of the family. So I was coming to terms with, with the serious condition of my youngest son. My oldest son is disabled and, and now the youngest. And I was struggling in a lot of other ways, too. And I had started to question I started to question the New Age teachings that I kind of based my life on for the last seven years. And and as I did, there are things that people say to you in the New Age when you question. They will tell you that tragedy is part of someone's soul contract or that we're, we're here to learn. We're here to learn about some particular variety of emotional pain or that it's karma. But I started to ask myself, what if that's not true? What if um, some of this stuff, like violence and addiction and even some diseases, are part of a dark current that we're supposed to be opposing, not accepting? And I started to have a very bad feeling about the Ascended Masters teachers and the Law of Attraction and mediumship and, and even the tarot cards. 
and I began to learn about Christianity. It just kind of happened. I just kind of gradually began to try it on for size, and I experienced a couple of, of what seemed to be, to me, signs. I had one lovely vision, and then in the aftermath of this, I found out that Doreen Virtue had become a Christian, and, and months after it happened, because I, I was a little out of the loop with that, even though I had taken some of her classes over the year and used her oracle cards in my card reading business, I, I didn't hear about that until f- much after the fact, but I found it interesting. I was still writing uh, in the Mystic Review at that time, but now the articles I was writing were Christian. And I wrote a couple posts on Doreen Virtue, and at that time I felt they were fair. And in retrospect, I, I feel they were actually a little judgy. But just because I said things in those articles like, you know, anyone can misinterpret spiritual information and everyone deserves a, a second chance, I got some really hostile reactions to my posts. Yeah, a little bit on the blog and a little bit on Twitter and here and there. And and I realized that people actually hated Doreen Virtue because she'd become a Christian and I began to experience a little bit of that too which surprised me um, because when I've been switching from new age topic to new age topic people were fine with it but when it was Christianity it was a little different but I kept going I kept going towards Jesus and I had a, a couple of experiences but honestly at this point I kind of hold everything that happened up until I became a Christian in 2017 uh, aside from God's voice before my son's accident, kind of suspect. And and that's okay. I mean, I used to do a lot of thinking about my spiritual experiences and what did they mean and trying to understand them. And and now I feel, as a Christian, I have a resource. I actually, I have an entire book in which God speaks to me and gives me information that I deem reliable, which is the Bible. But actually, just a bit about my conversion experience, it's kind of interesting because I had had all these incredible experiences of color and light and beautiful beings, and and I believed at the time that every experience of spirit was good experience, and, and I cherished those experiences because they played in my ego and they made me feel special. And what I got with God was not light and color, it was clarity. It was a moment in which I suddenly saw everything completely differently. And I had this absolute recognition of truth. And it wasn't an easy moment because all the warm and fuzzy lies that I believed in for so long just fell away. And the world seemed very raw and the light seemed harsh. And I clearly saw all of my mistakes and the ways that I had um, failed people. And essentially, I began to repent and know God. And I want to say that the truth, as I have come, um, come to know it, isn't necessarily easy. But that I feel now that what is false will only serve you for so long. It will ultimately fail you. And for that reason, I think truth is always better. And and I imagine that a lot of my New Age friends, if they have gotten this far, 
we'll, we'll, may disagree with that. And I respect that. Um, I would have disagreed with a lot of this a little over a year ago, too. But for me now, you know, learning the word of God and speaking to Jesus and going to church is so real and so powerful. I could never go back to what I now see as an illusion. And, you know, my life is very different. I'm very aware. I'm not pretending things are great anymore. Uh, I'm very aware of what is and what isn't working in my life. And, And I'm currently rebuilding my life with Jesus at the center and there there's a lot that needs to change and a lot of concerns I have for my kids and and regrets that I have and and concerns for the future of my family but I'm doing my best to turn all of that over to God which doesn't mean I'm passive in my own life at all I mean part uh, part of this is God expects you to act certainly But I'm doing my best to turn it all over to God and seeking solutions through prayer and the word and and praying the word. And I do believe that there are dark supernatural forces active in our world. I think that some are obvious and some are deceptive. But um, even though there is a lot of darkness, I believe that, that God will overcome that. And as Jesus said... I have, oh, fear not, I've overcome the world. And I wanted to close, I think, by sharing a post I sent to, to one of my good good friends in, in Christ. I, I want to share this with you to show you a little bit about the kind of guidance I get now, the kind of guidance I trust, um, which is nowhere near as spectacular as the old guidance, but I think it's, it's um, trustworthy. So um, I had talked a little bit about watching. We'd been watching some videos on YouTube of people sharing their stories, new age deception stories. And and so I, I said to her, anyway, the more I watched, the more I began to realize that pretty much all of the experiences I had had were deceptive. Not just the last dream, everything. Even the big dream that I've based so much on. It was a hard thing to realize. All this stuff, all of that stuff had made me feel so special, like there was a reason for me being here, and I've been feeling kind of down, like so much of my self-esteem came from thinking those things. I had already realized, of course, that New Age was not my path, but up until last night, I had very mixed feelings about that. I knew that all of my experiences were bona fide, supernatural experiences, But I was still hoping that some of them were higher level angels or higher beings or God. But I no longer think that that was the case. I now feel that there was a darkness around my family that affected me in one way or another all my life. When I was younger, I could see it was dark and it scared me. When I got older, it started to appear to me as color and light and beneficent beings. But except for a few warnings I was given... None of it was from God. When I realized that last night, I felt so overwhelmed. I started to think about how different my life would have been if I'd understood all of this sooner. I could have raised my boys to be believers and a lot of other things too. Everything seems so dark. I tried to pray and really couldn't, so I wrote down a list of things I needed to do to try to fix my life and help my family and listen to my audio Bible until I fell asleep. Then I woke up this morning with a vision. It wasn't a big one. 
just a quick flash of one of what looked like one of those little decorative text images like you see online with the words starting over in it. Immediately after, I was given the clear understanding that God was talking to me when I was involved in the New Age and before, but there was so much static, it was very hard for me to tell what was God and what wasn't. What I was, I was made to understand that while in many ways this is a bitter harvest, meaning my life now and the things that have happened to my family, it is also a new day and a new season, and I'm planting new seeds, and that is what I need to focus on. This morning, it is like a huge weight has lifted. I know that there are going to be other bad nights and other times I feel lost, and I have a lot of very difficult things to deal with. But this morning, I feel so much better. I was walking around singing 10,000 Reasons, which no one appreciates because I can't sing, but the point is there is hope. And I do feel that. I do feel there is hope. And I shared this primarily uh, because I think some of the people I'm talking to are people in the New Age who have had many supernatural experiences and, and have perhaps based their spirituality on these experiences. When you commit yourself to God, these experiences don't stop. But I think what is interesting is when they come, they may not be as spectacular. You may not get the same kind of fireworks. But you get a clear understanding with this this vision compared with some of the visions I had it was pretty you know simple um pretty utilitarian but also with it I was given the clear understanding of what it meant and that was not the case uh with one of my new age visions I never had that kind of clarity so to me clarity is one of the the things that we are given as Christians and and that is because I believe that we're connected to the truth. So anyhow, that was a good, definitely a good day, you know, when I when I wrote that post. And, and as it turned out, yesterday was a struggle. And um, I couldn't sleep last night. It's not easy changing your life, definitely. There's no doubt about that. But I woke up this morning and everything I wanted to say today was just running through my mind. I just knew what I needed to come on here and say today. So I do feel that God is with me and that I'm not alone. And I, I feel I was called to share this because it might be of help to someone. And, and from my perspective, when I, I wrote the old blog, and I could still go on there and see like 500 people have been there, even though I'm not posting anymore. And, and the new blog, it's not that way yet, and it may never be that way. Um, but that's not really the point to me. The point is to put the truth out there as I know it, and to hope that, that it will help people. And if it helps one person, then I feel I've done, done what I need to do.